With Hashem's assistance, we are learning Saita Daf Chaf Hey, page 25. We start three lines from the top. Iboya Lehu. I'll ask you a Shaila. Oiveris al dos. Let's say a woman is acting in an improper manner. Rashi says that she's acting not sanua. She's going out with her hair uncovered and she's talking to men. She's hanging out in the shuk. So this woman, Tzricha Hasra, Lavsida Ksuvasa, Oyena Tzricha. Do we require her to have a warning before we take away and make her lose her ksuva money? Or do we say, no, we don't need any kind of warning? Mi Amrin, and do we say, since she's someone who's acting in a very wayward manner, therefore she does not require any kind of warning. O Dilma, perhaps, she will need some kind of warning, that if she changes her ways, that she will indeed be able to get her ksuva money if she gets divorced. So, what's the halacha? Does she require any kind of warning? Toshema, we bring a proof. Arusa v'shamer siyavam, a woman, this is our Mishnah, someone who has completed the first stage of marriage, or someone who is waiting for her, her brother-in-law to marry her. So we say they don't drink, and they don't take their ksuva money. So the Gemara makes a deal. She does not drink. However, she, she is warned. Lamai, what is the ramification of this warning? Maybe the reason why she needs to be warned is because of this reason, and we would have a proof that you need to warn her in order for her to lose her ksuva. Amar Abayi, says, That's not the purpose of the warning, because she would lose her ksuva anyway. It could be that she would lose her ksuva even without being warned, like that side of the shaila. So what's the purpose of the warning? The purpose of the warning is to create an iser between her and her husband. Rapapa Amar Rapapa says, that the purpose of this warning is that if after they were just at the first stage and he warned her, and then they completed the second stage, and then she went and she was alone with that man, that then she can go and indeed drink the Mesota in the Beis Hamikdash. That even though they started it, the original warning, the Kinui, was when they were only at the first stage of marriage. Nevertheless, since they completed it, the stira happened in the second stage of marriage. Therefore, she she can indeed drink. Kedetanya, as the Brisa says, Ein mekanan la arusa, arusa. So you can't give a an arusa, someone who's at the first stage. You can't give her a warning in order to give her to drink the mesota when she is still in the first stage. But you can warn her in order to make her drink when they complete the second stage of marriage. So therefore we have no proof yet whether or not she needs to be warned in order to lose her ksuva money. So Rabbi says, I'll bring you a proof. This is again our Mishnah. If a widow marries a high priest or a divorcee or a chalutza, someone who did not undergo yibum, marries a kohen hadiot. These are all cases that are not permitted. They're not allowed to get married, but if they did, the marriage indeed works. Mamzeris and Asinah Yisrael, someone who's the result of illicit relations, or a nasan is a gevaini, people that are not allowed to marry a Jew, Yisrael, and they married a Jew. Bas Yisrael a mamzer lanasan, or a Jewish girl who married one of these types of men. So they don't drink, and they don't take their ksuva. So the Gemara makes a diok. They only don't drink. However, they do indeed get warned. So what's the effect of this warning? If it's in order to make her forbidden to him, they already are forbidden. 
So it must be, what's the purpose of this warning in order to make them lose their ksuvah? So this proves that a woman who's doing things that are inappropriate, she needs to be warned. says, no, the purpose of this warning is not because she must be warned in order to lose the money. It could be that she, she doesn't need to be warned in order to lose the money. So then what's the purpose of the warning? It's in order to make her forbidden to ever marry the person that she's having illicit relations with. The Tanan, as we learned in the Mishnah, Just like she's forbidden to be with her husband, she's also forbidden to be with the one that she had illicit relations with. So now we have still this question, is it necessary for her to receive some kind of warning before she loses her ksuva money, or does she just lose the ksuva money? Amr Rechanina Misura, Rechanina Misura tries to bring another proof, Toshema, Ve'elu Shebeistin Mekanin Lahem. So we said in the Mishnah that there are a number of cases that the Bezdin, the court, so they give her a warning instead of the husband. Why? Mishnah Scharish Baila, someone who the husband is deaf, or he's gone insane, where he was incarcerated in jail. This is not to say that she must drink. They can't force her to drink. They can't even make her drink, even if they wanted to. What's the purpose in order that she shouldn't get her money? So we have a gewaldic proof, a great proof to the fact that she must be warned in order to lose her money. Now the Gemara asks an important question. Why did everyone else not bring this proof originally? So the Gemara answers. Maybe it's not a good proof because they held that you couldn't bring a proof from here because since, who is this woman? This woman can't be with her husband. He's deaf or he's in jail. All of these cases are cases where, or he's insane, that she doesn't have anything to fear from her husband. There's no reason that she would be afraid to go hang out with other men because her husband's not around to be with her. So it's more likely that she needs a warning. But a woman who's married to a regular man, and nevertheless she's behaving in a way that's inappropriate, so you can't prove that she would indeed need a warning. Maybe such a woman, because she's doing this thing and she's got the chutzpah, the audacity, to defy her husband. So maybe such a woman, there's no purpose in, in giving her any kind of warning. Now the Gemara continues, asks a new question. I'll ask you a shayla. Let's say this woman is doing things, she's hanging out, doing things she shouldn't be doing, she's acting in a way that's very inappropriate. But nevertheless, her husband likes her enough that he wants to keep her, and he doesn't want to get rid of her. Is he allowed to keep her or not? Do we say that this is something subjective and it depends on the man's own hakpad, whether or not he cares? Or perhaps, no, this is something that's objective. Since objectively, men care about this, so we don't care if he per se cares. We're going to bring a proof. The fact is that someone who, the Baal, who's not able to do it for himself, so the best in the court will warn her for him. Whether he was he became deaf or he went insane or he was incarcerated in jail. So if we say if it would be true, that if the husband wants to keep her, he can keep her. Would the court do something that the husband might not be happy with? Alamaitza proof this shows that we don't care about the Baal. It's not a subjective manner, it's an objective manner. And since most men do indeed care, so therefore we don't care. So the Gemara says, Stamadimilsa, Kevin Daivers al Dasi, Menach Nichale. 
that it's not a good proof because we can't assume that he'd be happy with this. In fact, it's the opposite. A person we can assume would not be happy with his wife behaving in an improper manner. Therefore, Besson has every right to do this, and it's not a proof per se that we're going against his wishes and that it's something that's subjective, but rather it could be that indeed it is subjective, and we can assume that this is what he would want. Now the Gemara asks another question. So Rashi explains, if we assume that indeed it is something that's subjective, that he can decide that he's not going to get rid of his wife. So what if he already did a kinu, he already warned her? Can he take back his kinu? Can he take back his warning? Do we say that the Torah made it completely dependent upon the warning of the husband? And indeed, this husband has foregone his warning. Or perhaps, or perhaps, no, since he already warned, he cannot take back his warning. So the Gemara says, Tashima, I'll bring you a proof. The Elisha Bezdim Lahem, these are the ones that the court issues a warning for. Mishnah Scharish Baila, someone whose husband has gone deaf, or he's gone insane, or he's in jail. Or he's in jail. And if it would be true that the husband has a right to take back, to forego the warning, so Avdin and Midi the Asi Bal is it possible that Bezdin, the court, would do something that the Baal can just come along and forego? Bezdin doesn't like to do things that are just going to be retracted. So the Gemara answers, Stamad Milsa, we do do this. It could be that he can indeed be Mochel, he can forego it. Stamad Milsa, Adamaskim al Das Bezdin. But usually, generally, 99% of the time, a person agrees to that which Bezdin has done on his behalf. Tashema, we bring another proof. So we give him two scholars and they go along with him because we're afraid that she might, they might have relations on the way. And if it would be true that the husband has the ability to forgo his original warning, what's the problem? Let him forgo his original warning and have relations with his wife. There's no problem. So this is a proof that indeed he does not have the ability. So the Gemara says, it could be that no, indeed he does have the ability to take back that original warning. Why did it say in the Mishnah that he, he sent along with him these scholars, the Gemiri, that they've learned Gemara, they've learned Torah, the Iboi, they know, the Iboi Lemivol, that if he wants to go and have relations with his wife, they'll warn him and tell him that if you want to do that, then you should go and take back your original warning. So therefore, there's no proof either way. Toshima, we bring another proof. The Amar Rabbi Yeshia, Rabbi Yeshia says, Shleshet Dvarim Sachli Zira Me'anshe Yerushalayim. There were three things that Zira, one of the men of Jerusalem, said to me. Bal Shemachal Kinuyay Kinuyay Machal. The first thing he said, and here's your proof, is that a husband who foregoes his original warning, so it is indeed foregone. It works. He can take it back. Vezakin Mamre Sheratzu Bezdin Limchalo Malchalin Loi, and an elder who rebelled against Bezdin, rebelled against that which the court said, and the court wants to forgive him, so really he's chayv misa, he should be, he's liable for death, nevertheless the court has the ability to forgive him. Uben Ser a wayward son, who's supposed to be killed, Shiratsu aviv but the parents want to forgive him, they have the ability to forgive him. When I came to my friends in the south, al shnaim hoiduli, on two of them they admitted to me that it's correct, 
but they did not admit to the correctness of the fact that the best in the court has the ability to forgive a an elder who rebelled. And the reason they didn't agree was because they, they said, otherwise you're going to make more problems and more arguments in the people of Israel, and we don't want that. It's a clear proof that if a husband wants to take back his original warning, he has the ability indeed to forego it. It's a good proof. So we have an argument between Rav Acha and Ravina. Chad Amar, Karidim Stira Machal, Laachar Stira Eino Machal. When is he going and making this Mechila, taking back his warning? Does he have the ability to do it even after she's gone and been alone with the man that she wasn't supposed to be alone with? So one of them says he can only take it back as long as she wasn't alone with that man. The Chad Amar one says, Laachar Stira Nami Machal, that he does indeed have the ability to take it back even after he's been, she's been alone with that man. And it makes sense, we're going to prove that it really makes sense like the one who says that he cannot take it back after he's been al- she's been alone with him. Mimai, from where do we know this? From the response of the Rabbanan to Rabbi Yaisi to Tanya, as we have in the Brisa, which we learned on Dav Zayin. Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi says, The husband is believed about his wife from a Kalvachomer. If we find that when it comes to a woman who's menstruating, so her husband is believed on her, even though it's something that's a very high level of Isser, it's kares, his soul gets cut off, and he's believed, Saita she belav, so Sota, which is on a lower level, so like Kol Shekane, certainly, Amru so they responded, Lai, it's not true. Im Amris Benida, it makes sense that he's believed by Nida, a menstruating woman, Shekane Yishla Heter, so because he's going to end up becoming mutter to him. Which we can't say by Saita She'ein Laheter, that indeed she does not have any way of becoming permitted. If we're going to say that after Stira, Machola, after he's, she's been alone with that man, that he can indeed wa- take back his warning, so it will come out that there is a way for her to become Mutter. If he wants, he can just forgive her, forgive his original. Kinui, his warning, and then he can have relations with her. El so this is a clear proof. That after she's already been alone with the man, so he cannot take back his original his original warning. Shmamina, it's a good proof. Now we continue with the two dots. Mesub if the husbands have died, before they drink so we said in the mission that Beishamah holds that a woman whose husband has died, so she does not drink the Mesota, and she does get the Ksuva money. Whereas Beishil said, no, the exact opposite. She doesn't drink, and she also doesn't get the Ksuva money. But my Kamafaligi, the Gemara asks, what's the argument? Beishamah Savri, Beishamah holds, Shtar HaOimid Ligvois Kegavi Dome. A, a document that is waiting to be paid off, so it's considered as if it's paid off. And that means that we consider it as if the money is already by the woman. And therefore, the Yarshim, the inheritors, are considered like Tovim. They're the ones who are trying to get it away from her. And then we have a concept, Hamoitzi Mechaveri, Alav Haraya. That's someone who's trying to get money from someone else. So the one who's trying to take the money, he's the one who has to prove something. So therefore, since she's the one that's considered that has, she has the money by her, therefore they don't get the money and she does get the money. Ubeis Hill Savri, Beis Hill holds the exact opposite. Shtar Ha'amid Ligvois, Lavke Gavidami. That a shtar that has not yet been collected is not considered like it's collected. Therefore, it's not considered that the money is by her, but rather that it's considered the money is by them. Therefore, she's the one who has to bring the proof in order for her to get the money. So now we continue on the top of Chaf Heim Abbey, 25b. We said in the Mishnah that someone who's married to a woman, and this woman, so she's pregnant with someone else's child, because they got married 
too close to after she had either gotten divorced or too close to after she had lost her husband. So they're not supposed to do that. So we said in the Mishnah, there was a machlokas, an argument about whether or not she's allowed to drink. So then after that in the Mishnah, and that's what the Gemara is going to be going on, so there's this case by where a man who's married to someone who does not have the ability to have children. So the Machlokas is an argument whether or not she can drink, because it's a question whether or not he's allowed to be married to such a woman, because he's being mavatel, he's not fulfilling the mitzvah of of having children. So if, if that's the case, so it's an inappropriate marriage perhaps, and therefore she should not be able to drink according to the Tanakama, according to the Tanabasra, which is Rabbi Lazar. So she would indeed be able to drink because since he can just go and marry someone else and have children from that other person, so there's nothing wrong with this marriage per se. So the Gemara says like this, Amar Rav Nachman, Amar Rabba Baravua. So Rav Nachman says in the name of Rabba Baravua, Machlokis Ba'akara Uzikena. This argument is only by the case where this woman does not have the ability to give, have children because something's wrong. Uzikena and, and a woman who's already gone through menopause. Well, Ilanis, however, a woman who does not have the ability and will never have the ability because she doesn't, she wasn't born with the ability to have children. Everyone agrees that she doesn't drink and she does not get her ksuva. Shinemar, as the verse says, Veniksa Venizra Zera. That the verse says that afterwards, if she was indeed clean, she didn't do anything wrong, so then she has children. So Misha Darka Lahazria. So this is talking about someone who has the ability in a normal fashion, a normal way, normal woman who does have the ability to have children. It comes to exclude this type of woman who does not have the ability to have children because she was born with that inability. And here we'll stop and we'll continue from here in the next daily daf.